I've seen network. I I think so. I have a I have a softball game on in September, and I feel like we might need to get a few few hits in because uh, apparently this is this gets pretty fucking cutthroat. Yeah, it gets pretty nuts. We can we can get you out there because uh, we are constantly needing substitutes. Yeah, uh, because people just refuse to show up. It's uh. Are you guys? Do you guys do your own thing? Or you do you? Or does like the whole company go to this? Or what's that? It's like the the softball tournament. Not that I'm aware of. Oh Jesus! I guess it might just be like an ecom thing then. Somebody told me. I joined. Yeah. Yeah. I uh. They're like it's September, so start practicing now. And I I sent an IM to Sam, and I was like, "Is this for real?" And he goes, "Literally, people get like they go to the hospital hurt. It gets nuts." I've seen that happen in kickball, but not in softball. Like, there was a director that twisted her ankle running a second, like, two years ago. And it's still a story that people pass around. See, that's what happens when you get all these non-athletic people. Yeah, well, that's... Trying like, to go too hard. He was like, that's the nice thing about e-com is that, like, generally people are, like, pretty young. So, like, you get some people that surprise you. Mm-hmm. But, like, I haven't swung a bat in earnest in probably a decade. Yeah. I mean, before we started doing, the, like, the co-ed league, the last time I played baseball was T-ball. Yeah. When I would strike out by just constantly hitting the T, and then mm-hmm. because you can't actually get out... Right. They're like, all right, just walk to first. Yeah. <laughs> How do you get walked in T-ball? <laughs> you get hit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, HBP um, in T-ball. But uh, do you guys play with, like, a big yellow softball, or... Yes. Yeah. I feel like that's probably easy to catch. Now, do you need a, another? Oh, when it gets oh. fired at you. Oh, I'm sure. I thought I dislocated several fingers. It's yesterday. lob pitch, right? Lob pitch, yeah. yeah. But I play catcher, and so oh, that's bold. Trying to make those plays at home. Yeah, I love it because I get to chirp at people. Oh, sure. Um, but whenever they like, I can see like someone like in the inner part of the outfield. They just like look at me like, oh god, they're gonna gut it home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet that's not great. I, I feel like that'd probably be awkward to throw. It's too big in your hand. I have difficulty at times. Yeah. Um, because it's like you think you have it, and it's just like a wild throw. I'm like, yeah. oh man, now I feel like an asshole yeah. for making you. Yeah. Sachet. It can't all be. Uh, I'll tell you what. That fucking uh, O'Neill Cruz kid. 
Oh my God, he's gonna kill somebody. No regard for human life. Have yeah. you seen this fucking guy? Ninety-seven mile an hour throw. They're gonna have to put a net like over the stands there. Yeah, like he his first get his first throw of the night it was like the middle of like the second inning. What he like tripped coming off the bat to get the ball. He bobbled the ball, and still got the guy out at first. Oh, yeah. I'm going like, to a game next week. I'm pretty excited to see this in person. Yeah, Greg Brown just about shit himself. Oh, man. Anyway, how's that sound, Alan? Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how, in the room. It how feels does it good. sound sitting next to us? It feels good in the that room. Great. Yeah. Well, then I guess we're, uh, uh, yeah, I guess welcome back. Welcome Are we back. recording? Children. Yeah, I mean, yeah, fuck it. We're doing it live. F it. We do it live. That's what that's what's been um, not like bothering me lately. It's the thing that's always kind of bothered me. But like the people that like wanna like on the, on like your 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 Twitters, your Facebooks, your Tumblers, your Tumblers, your WhatsApps, WhatsApps, your FetLife's. They uh they wanna like talk tough, and they still put asterisks in the swears. Oh yeah, and it's like wow, didn't you just take all the teeth out of that argument? <laughs> It's true. You know? It's like it's like a relationship. You gotta end it with a good resounding fucker. It means absolutely nothing. Mm. Just just do it. Just write put the U in there. <laughs> put the U right in there. And we've learned something about Gap. <laughs> just put the U in there and it'll actually be a lot more impactful. That's a good <laughs> life lesson. Yeah. See how I bring that around? I'm wholesome. <laughs> Start off with a risky joke. Start off with a risky joke that did not go the way that I wanted it to, and uh, gotta bring it back to a familiar place. Yeah, the Holy Land, Constantinople, uh, the Promised Land. Yeah, you call it what you want. Is it the Promised Land? Well, it's not existent anymore, so it's true. I mean, it was the Holy Land, but was the Holy Land the Promised Land? No. Because the promised land is what they searched for in the desert. For 40 years. And they did not find it. 40 years. Let it be known. They still didn't find that bitch. I mean, desert's a big place. I mean, it's not that big. People are pretty small. It's not that big. Uh, They didn't have airplanes, Kevin. Yeah, but they had 40 years. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone fan out in a single file. We will move as one across. I mean. Hands across America style. (laughs) Hands across America. I know it. I know America doesn't exist yet, but uh, yeah, and hands across yeah. Egypt, I guess. Yeah, maybe that's a little bit too early, but your fifteenth generation ancestors are gonna love that one. <laughs> if anyone falls from dehydration, just fill in the gap. Seriously, um, and the people on the end have to do double duty by scanning the horizon <laughs> that we can't cover. They're gonna have to search via echolocation. <laughs> There's a bunch of old Jews in the back just <laughs> I bet that's gonna sound great later. <laughs> but uh um, Oh brother. Hey, hey, hey brother. Are we still in June? We are. Is it still Pride Month? Baby. Happy, happy Pride. Happy Pride. Hang loose. Um it's coming to an end. This is probably our last Pride episode. Yeah, strong chance that uh rights get revoked before the end of Pride Month. Dude. Yeah, that's uh, it's like a new thing every day. I've never seen the Supreme Court weigh in on so much bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, there was like a solid, I'll say probably like 
25 years of my life where I was like, I'm going to be honest, I don't know what the fuck the Supreme Court does anymore. Yeah, they didn't Feel, do a whole lot. Feels like all the big issues are gone, yeah. you know? And now they're just like, mm, let's see what kind of <laughs> bullshit we can cook up today. Yeah. You know, like, all the bad things that we solved and made better? Yeah. We're going to take all that back. Yeah. Like, what are you going to learn in fourth grade now? Because all that shit you learn about, like, that's when you start learning about, like, the branches of government and how everyone's kind of made a victory and that's why it's important and if you ever lose sight of what they really do just think about the things they did in the 50s or the 60s or the 70s and it was a big win for humanity and now it's like well yeah well none of that shit counts anymore so yeah we've what, undone like the past 60 years of history yeah it's really really wild i um i keep going back and forth between like manic depression and just complete unbridled rage yeah but i think the really scary thing is that we have like elected officials pushing the supreme court to overrule the cases like of desegregation and oh things yeah like that. yeah it's like how can you possibly still hold that opinion yeah i mean the fucking who got corbin yeah was like cornyn, no, cornyn yeah he was yeah. like no do plessy versus ferguson like dude you're going to make me say some shit that I should not be saying. <laughs> that's, like, a, that's a mighty bright red armband on yeah. your sleeve there. Jesus. Um, no, there was a... There was a guy... I don't want to... It's not worth it. But there was a guy that I unfortunately know and I cannot unestablish myself from. And he uh, posted something that was... Uh, it was all of these brands that are offering in their healthcare plans to um, subsidize the cost of travel up to whatever amount um, to a, so if you live in a state that has automatically already um, banned abortions, um, they'll fly you to a state where it's still legal. Yeah. Um, notably uh, DSG, what's up? They and were one of the first they ones were, to make I a think That's the first one I saw, so. Yeah. I mean, that's what happens when your CEO is a woman. Like, yeah. progress. Yeah. I won't name my company, but they still haven't said anything yet. <laughs> Go has, figure. It has been noted by many people. Oh, I'm sure. Um, but this post that was like, just so you know, it, it was it was meant to be like, you should boycott these companies. But there were like, I'm like, this is a real number. Like, this is not like a bold swing in the hyperbole. There might have been like 30 brands per slide. And it was like, five slides yeah and it was like okay go ban everything just a just just boycott everything you're all uh, like you're you're all gonna go straight to puritan times seriously and you know what and then it's, realize this isn't what we wanted yeah but the thing was like my first thought was i kind of like i'm not a big pro corporation guy i mean it's been noted mm-hmm. pretty handily in the past uh 79 episodes this is episode 79 can you believe it 79 nice happy pride (laughs) and uh what would that even look like something sharp in your face (laughs) (laughs) how how sharp doug do you have to do you have to go to the doctors i mean how how do you draw your seven (laughs) mine's like pew pew (laughs) 
It was it was the speed at which you answered. Like you really you had it locked in for days and you were just waiting. Oh my god. But uh But uh, the pose like my first thought was like I hope okay. I gotta I gotta retract a little bit. I'm not a big corporation guy. I don't necessarily love the fact that this decision has effectively been passed from the the country, as it were, to the states, and then kind of mitigated to corporations. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, that's worse, obviously. Um, but uh, I guess as a place to start, you know, whatever... Um, it's good that these companies are at least taking some sort of responsibility since they're probably yeah. the ones that bought the fucking politicians in the first place. Oh, for sure. Um, but it was like, I was like, man, I hope this goes to show you fucking weirdo cousin fuckers that <laughs> this, this is how alone you should feel. Like when you see over 150 companies yeah, that all... When a company sees more in humanity than you do, like even if it is, if even if you take the cynical road and you're like, they're only doing this because it looks good. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's going to save some lives. So like the optics, I can look the other way as long as it saves some lives. Yeah. And the, they're like, oh, saying like, not so much what it means itself, but like, oh, this is great for the states to get the power back. Yeah. 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 Then they're like, of course, all backing these horrible things that mm-hmm. the states are doing. Yeah, for sure. Um, um, but beyond that, like, and I'm sure, like, sort of to your point a little bit, um, the comment section was just despair. Uh huh. Because it was, it was my, it was what I was thinking, but from the opposite view. Because again, like, this was like very much like a GQP kind mm-hmm. of post. Like, it was meant to be like a boycott thing. Yeah. So all the comments were like. What are we supposed to do? What are we? What do we? How, you boycott all. There's nothing left. Mm. There's nothing left. Everybody's just a woke Hollywood liberal now. What are you supposed to? What are we supposed to do? Uh. Someone's like, we need some good Christian white businesses to support. I'm ready to shop. Like, dude, <laughs> shut the fuck up. All right, fine. Go buy ten copies of Joel Osteen's book. Seriously, yeah. Go grocery shop down a Hobby Lobby, you big dumb bitch. Uh. Um. But, like, in that same vein, have you seen the recent uh, discourse around the the show The Boys? Um, Sort of, like, the, the whole, like, Stormfront thing? Uh, the Homelander thing. Homelander thing. Okay. And, like, sort of the Stormfront thing. Yeah. Um, where all of these, like, fans of it who were supporting this guy, who's basically, this character, if you don't know, is, like, an uber-patriotic version of Superman. Um like spoon fred american propaganda since like inception basically um and he's clearly the villain of the whole thing right yeah always has been okay yeah now i know what you're saying yeah Yeah. yeah. and like people that like like him and thought he was just like flawed and misunderstood are coming to realize that he's actually the villain and that also he is supposed to be trump yeah um, right down to the ridiculous hair. Yeah. 
and they are pissed. And what, like, I haven't now they're claiming that it's becoming woke and not that it always was. Yeah. Uh, I guess two things. So, like, I again, I haven't, I'll start with this point. I guess I haven't watched a second of this show, like, mm-hmm. in like, I've seen clips on YouTube because, like, I heard about something and I thought it would be interesting to look at, mm-hmm. but like, I don't have Amazon Prime, so I've never seen this show. And even I fucking knew that Homelander was a villain. Huh. It's pretty and e- he, easy he, to see. He does fall in love with a Nazi. <laughs> yeah, so that's the other thing I was going to say. I guess they're like the Stormfront plot. Yeah. She like is so brazenly fascist. Yeah. Like it, there's no room to misjudge. Like it is so black and white. She's like your classic like Wolfenstein Nazi. Yeah. Experimenting on people super like master race thing like doesn't he call even like him himself i think homelander himself calls her like he's like i'm not gonna do that you you dumb nazi bitch or something like mm-hmm. that something to that effect again didn't watch the show don't get oh, mad yeah. at me um overall it's a good show there I, are certain things that like i can handle a lot mm-hmm. um where there are certain things that turn my stomach when i yeah. see it in it and they go all out um, um i do like uh i keep seeing these things about black noir Mm-hmm. And how he's like, I just can't help but notice that lately everybody else has been pretty fucking disappointing, but not you, Black Noir. You're doing great. <laughs> and he's just like chilling on the couch. <laughs> uh, he's a completely silent <laughs> <Yeah>. character. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like that's just another thing that these people are like, we can't support this anymore. Yeah, that's all right. So in that vein, the main vein, the main vein, the carotid artery of that argument, the corroded uh, artery. <laughs> If you're, if you're a rubbit, maybe. I um, I read a thing that I now this is again like another uh, a woke academic journal. So you know, are we academia nuts again? <laughs> well, you could be. We could very well be academia nuts again, um, because there was a there was an article published in a psychology magazine that. I don't want to say suggested. I didn't read it. I mean, I read some of it, but it's like, it's a whole thing. Like, I'm not reading You read the, the abstract. I'm like, yeah, I read the abstract. The idea of this uh, report, anyway, was that the reason... I, I don't want to attach my words to it right out the gate and, like, have it lose legitimacy. We got a lot of Texans that listen. We sure do. And I really want to come in here with Ernest. I want to go ahead and assume that... They're hate listening. Well, I was going to say the Texans that still listen to us are at least somewhat like-minded. Yeah. Because we haven't true. exactly hidden these beliefs or feelings. No, we like we every time we call them a bunch of cuck bastards, our numbers go up. So, oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, you're just solidifying They're our They're just point. masochists. Yeah. Which, hey, baby, I get it. And there's a point, in, you know, point mm-hmm. for everything. Hey, we're leather daddies. Yeah. Happy pride. Well, leather's expensive, so we're pleather daddies. We're pleather daddies, yeah. <laughs> We're polyester daddies. <laughs> polyester papas. <laughs> um, well, there's our episode There title. it is. But <laughs> the point... Alan, write that down. But the point was um, that... I'm just going to say it the way I want to say it, but you got to understand this is not the way that it was written. Uh, but it's the same point. Basically, the reason that conservative artists, in quotes, um, are so dog shit... Mm-hmm. is because they literally lack the empathy necessary for proper artistry. Yeah. Um, like, like art 
whether it comes from like being in solitude um, or like observing uh, society to a certain degree, you have to have a degree of love in what you're seeing to kind of um, translate it into whatever your medium is in a uh, attractive way, mm-hmm. I guess, is maybe not the clearest way to say it. It's a little bit cold, but like, um, yeah, they just don't, they don't get it. Yeah. They don't get it. It's like the same reason that like a robot, you can write an algorithm that has a robot write a novel. Yeah. But it will never be like the same as right. like a human even writing a novella because they just, they lack that connection, that human connection. Um, and so that's the thing. It's, it's, it's almost like, like a robot painting something. Right. Because it's like it, there's no there's no empathy. Like those uh, was it Dolly meme things? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's why like uh, a lot of these um, like more conservative like now there are conservative comedians, I assume that are that could at least probably get like a chuckle out of me. But Tim Allen, I don't think I've ever heard Tim Allen stand up. To be perfectly honest with you, no. I don't, when was the last time he actually did stand up? Like the, the 70s? Yeah, it's got to be. The the only time I ever... So I watched... I watched Last Man Standing, but for the hot daughter. Yeah, the middle one. Yeah, the one that looked like What's-Her-Face from... Um, oh, no, I know her name. I know her name. I know her name. Shut up. Shut up. I know her name. Uh, she was on Drake and Josh. She played... Uh, Mindy? Yeah. Uh, uh, it's, uh, something Scar, fuck, uh, son of a bitch, Scagliotti, Allison Scagliotti. Oh, okay. She's Sca- in something else Scag- recently. She was in, uh, recently, I don't know about recently, I know she was also in Hanger. I'm sorry, what something? was Something, Hanger something on Sci-Fi? I almost said Jake and Josh, but we're looking for Drake and Josh. Yeah. Or maybe it's the G is silent. Scaliotti? Scaliotti? Miranda Cosgrove. Not who I was thinking of. Allison Scagliotti. Yeah. Mindy Crenshaw. Yeah. She was in... (laughs) Pardon me. Um, Well, I'll be honest. I don't know. (laughs) Because none of these look familiar. Yeah. What was the hanger one? Just so I have it. Um, Warehouse 13. Warehouse 13, yeah, that's what it is. I was like, Hangar 18? Nope, that's a Megadeth song. <laughs> Hello, Hello, me. Yeah. Meet the real me. Um, In my misfits. But that's the only reason life. I watched that. But, like, you guys, um, like, the like the conservative, like, stand-up comics, will they always wind up going to, like, conservative punditry. Because it is effectively the same thing to them. Yes. Except now they don't have to worry about the shtick of trying to be funny. Yeah. They can just be outraged. And it's like not to turn this into like a hate fest, but they do objectively suck. Like that's a scientific fact. Well, I mean, they just spew so much hate to begin with because they think it's just love for their country. But love and hate are two sides of the same coin. What do we always say about hate, Doug? Let it flow through you. Nope. Don't look good on you. Oh, that's right. Hey, don't look good on you. Shit, I'm hating. I'm about to leave. <laughs> you a hating motherfucker. 
Shit, I'm uh, not hating. Best skit in hip hop history. I mean, it's tough to disagree. That's why we love Big Crit in this house. Mm-hmm. Um, shit. Randy Orton. He's the legend killer. You shut your fucking mouth. John Bradshaw. JBL, just a big loser. Oh! <laughs> I was going to say, the more we watch this, we might see some 79ing. Chris Herrico. Um I still don't, I cannot picture that. 79. What would the 7 be? If the 9's a person, what's the 7? You know? I guess we'll just have to use your imagination. I'm trying. It's like one dimension of a person. You know, it's like the, X, the Z axis. Or that, it's a weapon. I feel like that makes it worse. Or what? Maybe it's like a hutch, you know, for like a like a like a breakfast nook. Mm-hmm. For your, you know, your your like china and like wine glasses. Whoa, hey, we don't have to go into races, okay? Let's. <laughs> hey, but yeah, we do. Keep I don't them think in the China kitchen. is a race. It's a place. The way you use it and a material. Is it a material? Yeah, I don't think it's a material. Like I know what you're saying, porcelain. Yeah, I was saying it's. Are you, are you familiar with the David Bowie song "China Girl"? Mm-hmm. No, but I feel like I need to know everything I already know. <laughs> it's um, well, it's about like a little porcelain doll, but there are certain lines where it's like, is it? <laughs> it kind of <laughs> yeah. sounds like he's talking about the other thing. <laughs> you know what, man? If if they somehow figure out a, I'm removing myself from this. If they somehow figure out a way to fucking cancel Bowie you can't I'm out here's my I once, I'm out on it all I'm out on it all and I'm gonna co-host Matt Walsh's pod I think once you become a sex symbol you cannot be canceled and that's really what we're trying to do here <laughs> oh, yeah. because then it's like no matter what you do like like oh yeah well there's sex so sure it it fits um what who do you think if a sex symbol Historically, mm-hmm. I'll open this up. I'll open up this fucking pit. Okay. If a sex symbol were to get canceled, who do you think it might be? Mm. Well, I guess to do that, we have to first list certified sex symbols. Okay. Cleopatra. Yes. Coming uh, at you. Uh, that's all I got. Prince. Prince. Uh, we got. Well, you know what? I already got holes in this argument. Okay. Amber Heard. Is she a sex symbol? I'd sex her. Well, just because you would doesn't necessarily make her a sex symbol. She. I think you have to. Has be, no other redeemable qualities except I think she's you hot. Have, so you have to be like universally, universally, not universally. <laughs> You have to be universally viewed as such or no. Ellen, do you think Amber Heard's attractive? No, not attractive. Two thirds vote. That, that, I didn't that's even not ask you. The, we're not debating whether or not she's attractive. It's whether or not she's a sex symbol. Like, okay, so how many people want to fuck you for you to be a sex symbol? Like a symbol of sex? Everybody. Everybody? Yeah. Or you have to be known for having so much sex. Okay. Like Freddie Mercury. Paris Hilton. Yes. She is a sex symbol. She doesn't... I don't know how she does. She's a mogul. I'm kidding. I know. Shut up. 
Um, but anyway, yeah, add, add Paris Hilton to the list. Yeah. Um, like Kim Kardashian is a sex symbol. Yeah. I think... Oh, God, I'd love to cancel Kim Kardashian. Because she's basically the same thing as Paris Hilton, just more successful. Yeah, I think... I don't know, man. Like, I, I wouldn't say that she's significantly more successful. I just think that Paris is quieter. Yeah. Um, well, she hasn't had her entire life documented. She she was getting close. I mean, she had that reality show, but there was like a twist to it. Yeah. Um, it wasn't just like, hey, like, come in and film us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a reality show. Uh, I fuck with that. Yeah, I mean, she's still like, she still like helps run like the Hilton business and she's yeah. got like all like her makeups and her perfumes and stuff um which i think is probably where the bulk of her yeah fortune like she's still from. worth hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars yeah um i'm assuming you didn't watch her documentary can't say i did but i uh really wanted to actually I'll watch for the pod i'm fuck it i'll watch it personally but yeah we could definitely watch for the pod i i was really interested in it just because of like there was a part at the end of the trailer that really got me and she was um ordering at like a drive-through mm-hmm. she's ordering food at a drive-through and like the the quintessential like paris hilton like that's hot voice mm-hmm. and then she turns to the camera and she goes "Ugh, it's so exhausting doing that <laughs> and i was like what the fuck the the curtain has been yeah pulled back a, a little bit a natural baritone which was like immediately like hello <laughs> Um. Uh, so yeah, I like her, but uh, not to detract from the question too much. I feel like also Paris Hilton, like whenever, so like she blew up because of the sex tape. Sure. But I feel like she caught a lot more flack for hers oh, than sure. like Kim did for her. I mean, mainly because Kim's was garbage, horrible angles. Yeah, I I can't like honestly, I can't say that I've seen it. But I, I if mean, you've seen like the one picture of it, you've seen the whole thing. That's it, the whole that thing. That is the angle the entire time. Yeah, I mean Paris's was like avant garde. It was like shot in night vision. Wow. But I think that hers was like hers was like a real fugaze. Like like she was like actually betrayed. Yeah. And Kim's was set up. Yeah. And then like sold by her mom or whatever. Yeah, like it was the whole thing was like a production. Um which is really like I don't I think we're excusing that too quickly. I think we've got our answer. I think I think Chris Jenner needs to get canceled. Oh, she definitely needs to get canceled. She needs to get canceled. Because she's just been puppet master for like twenty years. Like everyone's like, Look at how smart and savvy she is. She took four ordinary people and made them billionaires. Like Yeah, but like Do we do we know how Robert Kardashian died? I don't want to spread rumors. Um, but I would love to start a rumor. Oh, she infected him with that. She 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 gave him the old uh, the Suge Knight. She infect she injected him with cancer. I've got this syringe of cancer over here. <laughs> syringe of cancer sounds like a fancy dish. <laughs> it's like fancy dessert. Or yeah, like, like or like some sort of like astrological thing. Yeah. Uh, he died as he lived in Los Angeles. <laughs> 
illness and death. Was diagnosed with is is. You can do it. Why can't I use not? that degree? Uh, cancer of the esophagus. Esophageal. It was. It's late. It's almost bedtime. <laughs> it's, it's nine. Uh, it's ten. He was diagnosed in 2003. He died two months later. That is a that fast turnaround. That seems sudden. Yeah. Was that like stage seven? Has to be. That age. He was 59. How do you catch it when 59. you're 59. Nice. <laughs> Happy pride. Good for you, Bob. You went out on top, I think. That's uh, how 59 works. I'm not sure. <laughs> but then, like, his namesake is, like, the forgotten Kardashian. Rob, yeah. Because yeah, he's just spent most of his life in rehab, it feels like. Yeah, Rob's cool. It, not it, a sex symbol. They did... Uh, no, definitely not. Um... They did introduce the world of Scott Disick, though. They did. And I love Lord Disick. Uh, he, I feel like he's the only person who's ever talked back to them in their entire life. Yeah, and look where it's gotten him. Yeah, well, he's got a fan in me. He rode those coattails as long as he could. Oh, my God. I, think, I really think that he thought she was going to come back to him at some point. Yeah. Courtney. I mean, he's... Uh, no, she's married to Travis Barker. Yeah, I feel like I've seen pictures of like Travis Barker and him like yucking it up at like the like the park with oh, yeah. uh, the kids. Well, I mean, that's good. At least that's more mature than yeah Kanye and Pete. That's a perfect storm. Like, I don't know why anybody would have expected Pete to like not be Pete. Though I agree that the only way to be in his situation is to really double down. Yeah, like you cannot go quietly. I mean, to, to be fair, night. his life has been threatened multiple yeah. times because of this. Yeah, and he's got all of the leverage. Like, oh yeah, Ye has absolutely nothing. Pete is inescapable. He's in. He's doing commercials for like four different brands at any given time, and they're all conflicting brands. How he's, do you pull that off? He's I, got like <laughs> vitamin water, H and M. I think there's like a different clothing one. <laughs> a different H and M. Yeah, probably doing like Powerade. <laughs> probably is doing like Powerade. Um. I mean, he's everywhere. I'm happy for him. Yeah. I never really gave him much mind. Um, He never really struck me as, like, funny. But he's he said some shit that's made me chuckle. Yeah. But again, like, I don't really count him. Like, and the, it's funny how... The most he's ever made me laugh on SNL was, like, when he would show up oh, on Weekend Update. Yeah. Yeah. What or, like, the, the Tucci Gang video. Oh, yeah. That's a classic. Yeah. It's a uh, classic. Uh, <laughs> 14 tracks. And I got 14 skits. It's a classic. It is a classic. Um, no, he. it's, like, it's kind of funny how um, how wide open, uh, like, stand-up is. Because I remember, I remember growing up, I remember. I remember uh, growing up, and it really felt like there were only like top thirty comedians, mm -hmm. and they were all like Dave Attell. Like they were just like Dave Attell with a mustache. Like it was just a bunch of Dave Attells, and like your Greg Giraldos and Dennis Leary and mm -hmm. whatever. And now there's like a half a million of them, and they're all basically the same comic. Yeah. And I feel like I'm seeing more and more that are trying to like do their own uh, Sebastian Maniscalco. 
there are a lot thing. of there are a lot of act outs. I'm I'm personally And he's just like the modern Carlos Mencia. Yeah, except he's not stealing jokes. Uh, um, that we know of. Yeah. Um he I don't I don't mind Sebastian, but it does it becomes like more of like a Vegas thing than a, like an actual stand up routine to me. You know what? I actually like him as an actor. Yeah. I um, bet he's a good actor. That's all he fucking does on stage. He um He's been in a couple things. He was in a, not that it was a good movie, um, Green Book. Oh, I didn't see it. But I did see it because I was a, I had a Oscar bait. Yeah. Um, Sebastian, he was in something else, I think, too. Uh, the, the, okay, good. I typed an M and the rest of it popped up. What do I feel like he was in? Um, oh, he was in, he was in Shut Up. No, don't tell me, don't tell me, don't tell me. He was in The House. He was in the house. Yeah. Uh, he was in The Irishman. Was he? Yeah. And he was in Tag. Have you seen Tag? I didn't see Tag. Tag is actually a pretty funny movie. Is it? Yeah. I think it's on HBO. It's on my list, maybe. It's it's a fun one. Oh, you know what I watched last night that was very fun? What? The, uh... I really thought you were going to say some dumb shit like Downfall. Mm, what is Downfall? It's the movie about the fall of Nazi Germany. Oh no! Um, the unbearable weight of massive talent. The new Nick. Cage oh one. yeah, 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 yeah. Very fun movie. Oh, I'm sure. Um, he and Pedro Pascal just have incredible chemistry. I feel like it'd be very difficult to not vibe with Nick Cage. Oh yeah. I, I All you have to do is be enthusiastic about something. I want a movie, and I feel like he will like match your enthusiasm. <laughs> I want a movie, I just want, like, a section of Hollywood to break off and just, like, clear the runway for all these new stars, Mm -hmm. but the breakaway section is just going to have maybe 30 standout actors and actresses, and they're just going to do a whole bunch of crazy shit just for the sake of. Yeah. And I want a movie with Nick Cage and Goldblum. That would be great. Trying to win over the affection of a house cat. <laughs> That's what I want. That's the whole plot. You don't need stakes. That's it. The thing is, I feel like we're not like so far away from that. I mean, like, I feel like we have all those A-list uh, celebrities from like through the '90s and 2000s that were like in all the serious things, getting like all the award stuff. Yeah. And now they're just doing crazy things. Like, even this new Brad Pitt movie coming out, the, like, Bullet Train. Oh, yeah. He's playing, like, a, like this wacky character that's, like, we haven't really seen him do since, like, Snatch. Is that Brad Pitt? Yeah. Who did I think that was? I don't know. I thought it was somebody different. But the thing is, it's, like, the way his character looks, he kind of looks like uh, mid two thousands Johnny Depp mm-hmm. when he was in like what was that uh, movie with John Turturro? Johnny, I think Depp. it was like a Stephen King story. Johnny Depp and John Turturro. Really he was like a writer out in the woods. Oh, yeah, it's the something window. Secret window. The secret window. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like shoot her, shoot her, shoot her, shoot her, shoot her, shoot her, shoot her. Yeah. Um. So we got, we got Brad we got Brad Pitt, Sandy Bullock, Bad Bunny. Yeah. Bad uh, Bunny's blowing up and you love to see it. Joey King. Bad Bunny makes good music. Does he? He does. Yeah, I like Bad Bunny. Aaron Taylor Johnson, you're a cutie. 
Aaron Taylor Johnson's another one that's kind of taken more like character roles. Karen Fugahara, you're a cutie. Oh, she's she's in the boys. Is she? Yeah. Logan Lerman, cutie. Yeah. Certified. Zazzy Beats. Zazzy. Cutie. Hiroyuka Sonata. Cutie. Cutie. Oh. I like to see him without a shirt. Oh, buddy. You know what I'm saying, Alan? You should. You know what I'm saying? You should watch. Uh, 65 year old Japanese man. Hell yeah. Uh, that's the sequel to 47 Ronin, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Which Hiroyuka Sonata is in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I watched that the other day. How was that? Oh, is this part of your string of watching like C-list action <laughs> yes. movies? Because so, <laughs> I saw your Instagram thing or whatever about 300 Rise of an Empire. So I feel like a lot of people, like like the cliche is that people get drunk and they go on Amazon and they, they like buy shit that they don't need because they're drunk. Mm-hmm. And I will go on like streaming websites and I'll add things to my list because <laughs> I'm poor and that's all I can afford to do. But like... I feel like the Piper has come to pie because it's Pride Month, <laughs> and I'm like just just putting a putting a couple of drinks aside. I'm just like, fine, let's fuck it. Let's just go roost these chickens. <laughs> and let me tell you something. We'll start here because you mentioned it. Uh, Three hundred Rise of an Empire, irredeemably bad. Oh, it's horrible. Irredeemably bad. That movie is a crime against humanity. I know I watched it. I couldn't tell you a single detail Dude, about it. That movie it was such a bad decision that the Supreme Court would vote 6 to 3 to put it in every household. <laughs> it is it is that is a movie that should have been aborted. Yeah. It was so fucking awful. Every detail about it was like, why am I, why, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care at all. In a movie that is just supposed to be gratuitous action and the occasional boob, not both of them, just one. Yeah. It is so fucking awful. And like the only person that came back was Lena Headey. Yeah. Yeah. And like she didn't need to because it was like during the peak of Game of Thrones where she was making like a million an episode. Yeah. I'm sure somebody begged her. Yeah. Um, or like they promised, like we promise we will give you a more substantial yeah, role. Yeah, yeah. There's a point I where I don't she's... think they really did, from what I remember. So you know how um, the first movie did she fight Ava Green? No, mm, that seems like a but waste of... she is in. So you know how um, the first movie was the eye patch guy. Yeah. Uh... Uh, Denim. Something Denim. That, like, his his name. His real name in real life. Oh, I, maybe. maybe uh, he, was, he was in uh, Lord of the Rings. Was he? He was Faramir. Oh, Faramir. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, um, but he was the guy that was, like, telling the story. Yeah. Um, so, in this one, Lena Headey is the one telling... I, which doesn't make sense because it's happening in real time. So maybe yeah, I got that detail sense. wrong. But the way that they filmed it cer- certainly suggests that... Uh, well, that sounds familiar. She is telling the other Spartans and the other Greeks what the Athenians are doing. And it's like somehow both a prequel and a sequel. Yeah. But also like the movie proper. So yeah. it's in three different generations at the same time. Yeah. And... Um, it's real weird. It's very, very strange... And there are sea monsters at some point. 
they don't really elaborate on that. Yeah. But um, it's, the whole movie is like one big second act. <laughs> and then the third act is no longer than 10 minutes long. Yeah. Um, it's really crazy. It is wild. Like, the fact that I can't remember a single yeah, thing. Yeah, like, the guy, it's like, sure. Princess Die. He, like, just, he's beyond reproach. Mm-hmm. Like, he walks into the Athenian camp. He walks into the Spartan camp, talks shit. Athenian camp, talks shit. Hell, mm-hmm. he goes aboard Avergreen's ship, fucks her, talks shit, and then leaves. I mean, hey. <laughs> Nobody even tries. That's just how it is on this bitch of an earth. <laughs> I'm telling you what, dude. Nobody even tries. Um, and and it's, it's very bad. But then the next night... Uh, it's almost so bad that I want... Hey, look, it's Vince McMahon. It's so bad that I want to watch 300 again. Yeah. Just to see if it was really as good as I thought it was when I was 13. Yeah, that's a concern. Like, I think at the time it was a flash in the pan. Yeah. Um, But, like, yeah, I wonder if, you know, maybe another 10 years from now, if you go back and watch like... It kind of sucks. Yeah, I'm, I'm Most nervous of these movies about it. in slow motion. <laughs> yeah, it's it's that it's in slow motion and then like the blood effects and everything like that. It has more likable leads. Yo, for sure. Um, um, you got a young Michael Fassbender. Oh yeah. Oh, there's dude. It's basically an ensemble cast. Yeah, you got Jerry Butler. Um, we love Jerry. Um, three hundred. Oh, and okay, so this is the thing. Uh, the second 300 came out eight years after the original. That's wild. And it had like nothing at all to do with the first movie. Yeah. But let me. um. Because like I thought whenever it was announced, they're like, yeah, it's going to like, you know, that battle that we like tease at the end of the first one. Yeah. It's just going to be that. Yeah. That's what I thought it was going to be. And then that is not at all what it becomes. Um. So here we go. We got Jerry Butler. Jerry Butler. Lena Headey. Lena Headey. Dom West. Oh, he's great. Dude, right? Um, David Venham. Wenham. 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 He plays Delios. Yes. You know, like the, the clothing store for teenage girls in malls? Forever 21. No, wait, that's Delios. Um, we had Vincent Regan, who just plays a man named Captain. Uh, but yeah, you got Michael Fassbender. You got uh, Rodrigo Santoro, for mm. all you Westworld fans. He plays Xerxes. Oh yeah, yeah, the the cowboy. Yeah, yeah, He's like the the hot cowboy that that is in love with Maeve. Yes. Yeah. Tanduay Newton. Is that how you say it? Yes. I I've been trying to recognize the W, but I have no idea how to pronounce yeah. that. Yeah, like that's her actual name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I guess it was like a typo that it was just yeah. the W was always excluded. Um. But uh, they actually do kind of explain. How he like turns into like Xerxes proper. That sounds vaguely familiar. In the second one, like he goes into like this mystic pool in a cave that he traveled. But I'm not sure if that was something I was ever interested in. I mean, do it or don't, but don't give us like a snippet. Like I don't want yeah. the swatch of that story. Like I want to know that fucking story. Like make the movie about him. Yeah, and or... how he comes to believe that he's a god. Yeah, but or don't do it at all. But like you gave us five minutes, and I don't really care that fucking much oh yeah um and then i really thought there were more people um the one guy maybe it's the captain guy because i can't i don't know what the actual actor's name yeah. is but the one who's like son gets beheaded 
Yeah. Right in front of him. He was also he was in Troy. Playing yes. an eerily similar role. Yes, 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 yes. Um Um But like the narration in that movie is one of the best parts. It's like uh whenever the Athenians come in and like he's just like they fight like barbarians. They do their part. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like there was there was some funny parts that were like not even tongue in cheek, but it was just like so not even like so quick that you miss it, but you don't expect to hear it at all. Mm-hmm. Where he was like, Surely we can do this if the fucking boy lovers can do it. And I was <laughs> like, All right, that always kind of struck me as like, that's funny. Or I mean, the, that's funny in two thousand and whatever. It's still kind of funny now, but And I um, think the delivery is a big part of it. It's like whenever the one guy's like, They look thirsty mm-hmm. and Jerry Butler's like then let's give them something to drink. <laughs> yes. Or the, um, they're, they're called immortals. We put their name to the test. <laughs> All right. You straight from Perth? What's going on here? 300, mate. The fact that none of them even attempted like a Mediterranean <laughs> yeah. accent. Just awesome. Just like. You had known Irishman Michael Fassbender yeah. there. And Zexy's a real cunt, I. <laughs> I'm actually kind of surprised we didn't get like a young. Let's slam that down. We didn't get like a young Chris Hemsworth out there too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look at the size of you. Um, what a film. Oh, what a film. All right, so you watched 300 Rise of an Empire. Yes, I watched 47 Ronin. How was that? Honestly, I liked it a lot. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, Keanu's like, you want to root for him in all things. You, you want his movies to be If good. you had to take a swing of when that came out, when would you think? Uh, it, it came out much later than I thought. Yeah, I was 2013. Yeah, really? Yeah. Ah. And that, that's right before the Kianasans. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which started with John Wick, and was really continued with mostly John Wick. Mostly John Wick. Yeah. There's there was a Matrix in there at some point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's got Keanu Reeves, which uh, he, I didn't think was bad. The new Matrix. I don't have an opinion. Yeah. Like, that's not me, like, skirting the issue. I, I really don't have an opinion. I, yeah. I enjoyed it at, when I watched it. I thought some things were pretty clever. Yeah. Um, some things I didn't necessarily appreciate. And I don't really have a want or will to, like, watch it again on my own. Oh, no. I mean, The Matrix is The Matrices. Yeah. In general. Outside of the first one, I don't know if I'll ever watch any of them again. Sure. Yeah, I think that's right. I think that's right. Um, but here Yuki Sonata is like the second main guy. Um, and it's just so wild because it's like really like watching one of the last great like Japanese film stars mm-hmm. just like do his thing. Like, yeah. Um, I mean, we got a. Uh, you really don't see uh, Ken Watanabe that much. No. No, he was in. Uh, Anymore. He wasn't in the. Was he in the last Godzilla? Uh, he was in King of the Monsters. Okay. But that was, I think, his character. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, but then you also have uh, Rinku Kikuchi, who, if you watched Pacific Rim as much as I have, yeah, she plays Mako. Mako. How the fuck? Mako. Um, Mako Morrow. Um, she then, which also came out in twenty three turn twenty from twenty three turn twenty three turn. So, uh, she had a big old. You had a big old round. Yeah. But, um, oh, yeah, Kerry Hu Yuka Tagawa is in the. He's also at Shang Tsung. 
Um, Shang Tsung. What else would I know him from? Shang Tsung. That's it. Shang Tsung. All right, I need to. Mortal Kombat. Ah. Uh, Shang Tsung and Mortal Kombat. I wish you had said Mortal Kombat first, because I don't know the Mortal Kombat characters outside of. Uh, Scorpion and Iceman. Frozone. Yes. Frozone. <laughs> Iceman. Yes. What's his name? Sub Zero. There you go. <laughs> Cold guy. Uh, that was a movie I liked, the new Mortal Kombat. I liked it too. I'm waiting for the other one to come out, the real movie. Oh, because it like. It's a setup movie. Yeah. So, like, let's get the real movie, please. Yeah. I heard The Miz, actually, funny enough, is going to be uh, Johnny Cage. He asked, be a good casting. he asked to be Johnny Cage, and it makes sense. Yeah, because he basically is Johnny Cage. He basically is Johnny Cage, yeah. The only other person I'd accept is Johnny Cage, ironically. The man himself, Jonathan, Jonathan Cena. Jonathan Cage Cena. Yeah, Jonathan Cena. Um, but I really liked 47 Ronin, and I'm not really a big samurai movie guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I liked I liked this one quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I don't know that I'm like running over myself to watch it again, but I really enjoyed what I saw. Yeah. Um, and it made me think, and I don't know, we're like closing in on a snowman, aren't we? Yeah, we got, we got three till the snowman. Fuck yeah. Um, though, so watching like those movies where people just like literally throw themselves at swords, it's giving me an impression that I think I, I already knew, but I think it's just like seeing it as putting it at front of mind that like the way that those older cultures felt about death is so wildly different than the way that our culture feels about death. Oh, they were, were so certain that there was something beyond. Yeah. It's just like, cause there's like a lot of, and I'm, I'm going to say it the American way, but there's like a lot of like Harry Carey. Mm-hmm. Um, the Chicago. Hi. Yeah, the Chicago uh, White Sox. Is he the Cubbies guy? Uh, I think it was White Sox. Uh, anyway, the Chicago baseball announcer. Yeah, a lot of <laughs> Harry Carey here. There's a, like a lot of lot of suicide, a lot of selbst mort, as they would say in Berlin. And oh. um, even in like, I would I, just be like the last one to do it, <laughs> yes. and I want everyone else. To know, like, Oh, oh you like, no. Like I'm, hide it by like stuffing it like, in like, between your arm and it's, yeah. like, it's like it's like seventeen ninety two Japan and you're like stuffing ketchup packets in your <laughs> You're just on the ground doing like the Peter Griffin. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um But uh fuck what else did I watch? Oh my god, speaking of Pacific Rim, I also watched the sequel to Pacific Rim. <laughs> I feel like you mentioned that one last time. It's so... Did yeah. we? It's so fucking bad. Dude. It's much more like Power Rangers-esque, isn't it? It's... It, yeah. Yeah, it is. Like... I don't know. Maybe I completely forgot that we talked about it last time. But, like... And if I didn't say this, like... They had... Again, they had, like, eight years. Yeah. Because the first one came out in, like, 2011... No, 2013. Was it 2013? You just said that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 2013. And the, the the second Pacific Rim came out in, like, 2019. So they had six years. Yeah. And, boy, did they fuck it up. Like, every single aspect they fucked up. They did, like, two things, two things, two things right, and they fucked up everything else. From what I remember of it, 
I feel like the sense of scale was not there like it was in the first one where it felt like giant, like Titanic, like robots. Yeah. They were like way too acrobatic and like. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like in the first one, like there's, there's some clunk. It, it was almost like a, uh, like a CGI version of, you know, the Toho Godzilla movies where it's like a guy in a suit. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, I agree, I agree with that. The the first one there was some clunk. Like there was even Jazz hands for snowman. Yeah, the Russian uh the Russian is that what that was? Is that what, okay. <laughs> the um yeah, like in the first one the Russian the Russian rubbit like it was a literal nuclear react. Like it was shaped like a smokestack mm-hmm. and it like couldn't move properly. Like it just it took forever to, for it to get anywhere. Yeah. And uh, anyway, we don't have to keep talking about also, it. Also, isn't uh, isn't Scott Eastwood in the second one? He is. He's just so bad. That's I do remember talking about it now. Yeah. Um, I rewatched uh, Wrath of Man over the weekend. I don't think I saw that. It's the Jason Statham uh, That's why I didn't armored see it. car one. That's why I didn't see it's it. It's very good. Um. Okay, Doug. I mean, it's a Guy Ritchie movie. Okay, Doug. A Guy Ritchie movie. Okay. Um, but you know who's in that? Josh Hartnett. Yeah. That's good. And Posty. And Andy Garcia. Post Mellon. Andy Garcia is in it. And Lion Rennie. Are you in line? Rennie. I like Josh Hartnett. Yeah. He was one that like I felt like his career should have been bigger. But also, if you watch that movie, you'll look at him and say, wow, he hasn't aged in the 15 years since I last saw him. Right? I'm So I'm curious. It looks like he's married to a... Wow. How about that? Hmm. Small world. He's married to Tamsin Egerton. Why do I know that name? Because you know the last name. Of Taryn? Yep. Or Joel? Taryn. No, no, that's Edgerton. Mm. But yeah, Taryn, you were right the first time. Tamsin. T-A-M-S-I-N. S-I-N. Yep. Uh, I like Josh Hartnett. He was in a number of... He was like... He rolled the 2000s. Yeah. He was... I know him most from Sin City. That is so you. Thank you. <laughs> because he just had such a <laughs> tiny role in it. That's so you. Like he was in Pearl Harbor, Black Hawk Down, Lucky Number Eleven, The Faculty, Forty Days and Forty Nights, an extremely problematic movie. Um, Thirty Days and Thirty Nights, The Virgin Wait, Suicides. Wait, which one's problematic? Uh, Forty Days and Forty Nights. I love it. What's that I, one? I fucked with that movie hard, but it's extremely problematic. What is it? So that's the movie where he gives up Jowing for Lent. And his buddies find out about it, and they get like a whole like office pull, oh. and then like the money, like the stakes get so high, like uh, money wise, that like people actively try to like, like girls will come into the office with like mini skirts on and like bend down in front of them and like try to get them to like get all fired up. Oh, uh, so it's like a very you know mid two thousands raunchy comedy. Yeah, yeah, but um, spoiler, I mean it's a. 25 year old movie but uh at the end his ex-girlfriend winds up raping him 
Oh my God. Uh, I mean, they don't call it as such because it's a woman doing it to a man, so it's not rape. Yeah. But um, she does. So like, he um, I can't I cannot remember what her name is, but the uh, the princess in a Knight's Tale mm-hmm. is is the the main object oh, of affection. Yeah. In Forty Days and Forty Nights, she was in another movie with Heath Ledger. Yeah. Yeah, she is. She said she had a couple. Yeah. Um, but she, it's like the the whole like the, that's like the B of the movie is that um, the B plot is that uh, she and he are trying like he's trying to date her, but she's like, is there something wrong with me? Does he not find me attractive? Because like he won't have sex with her mm-hmm. for Lent. And he's like weird about it. like he doesn't want to tell her because he thinks that it's like childish, mm-hmm. um, or that she'll like break up with him, you know, or whatever. And they finally like you know they have their come to Jesus moment or whatever, and they decide that like on the last like midnight of the fortieth day, so like midnight on the forty forty first day, mm-hmm. um, he's gonna like have himself tied to the bedposts and she can just do whatever she wants. And it's like, that's a whole thing. Mm. But his ex-girlfriend finds out about it and mm. she still has like her key or something. Mm. So at like 1150, she comes in, you know, no pun intended. Yes. Um, but she, she like effectively breaks and enters into his apartment and has sex with him against his will yes like he's hand he's like drawn and quartered against his bedpost he can't do anything about it he thinks it's her he thinks How did it's he get himself in that position yeah it's a really good question i think his roommate did it for him which is like i don't know if i'd do that ah, i'd probably do that for you but um oh babe yeah you know um <laughs> just 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 to give me time to set up the video camera but uh <laughs> I'll, I'll have like a towel on or something <laughs> So not think. just wave it in your face. That's what you think. Um, but yeah, he thinks that it's 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 the girl that he's dating or whatever. That he wants to date. Yeah. And uh so he's like I guess willing to that degree, but he's been bamboozled. Hmm. Um and that turns into like another thing. So he was in a movie called Forty Days and Forty Nights and a movie called Thirty Days of Night. Yep. Yep. <laughs> 30 Days and 40 Nights. You'd think one would be the sequel to the other. You would think so, but one's about vampires. Yeah, that one always had an interesting concept to me. I like it. Yeah. The vampires where a night lasts a month. Is that... Up in Alaska. Is that Roberto? Rodriguez? Yeah. No. It's David Slade. That can't be a real name. (laughs) I refuse to believe that Slade is anyone's real name. David Slade. Isn't he a villain in... uh... Teen Titans. Yeah. He's a uh, Deathstroke. Deathstroke. I've <laughs> been there. <laughs> Speaking of 40 days. And 40 <laughs> Let's David see who we got. Not to be confused with David Spade. Ben Foster. Oh. Australian for acting. Is he Australian? Yeah. No. Sam Raimi. I like Mark Boone Jr. Who that? He's, um, he's in things. Oh, good. He's in Sons of Anarchy. Mark. He's in Batman Begins. He's in Too Fast, Too Furious. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. He actually spells out Junior. Yep. Junior. Um, But yeah. So yeah, Josh Hartnett's in Wrath of Man. I like Josh Hartnett. And you'd like Wrath of Man. He plays a character named Boy Sweat. Ooh, 
Ooh, I don't want to watch that. <laughs> it's funny. Sounds like it. Oh, he was in Black Dahlia. He yeah. was in O, which I could forgive you for thinking was 40 Days and 40 Nights. But it's Othello. Mm-hmm. Um, Othello. He was in... Othello. Uh, what, what, what else? Um, Who was he? Oh, he was like the guy that comes back in Pearl Harbor. Yeah, he's... he's or was he the one that died? No, no, he's the guy that's not Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck dies in Pearl Harbor? No. I don't think either one of them die. I thought one of them died when they make it to back like to Japan and crash, one of them dies. I fuck dude. I saw that movie once and it's like seventeen hours long. I, it is. I watched it like when it came out, which I probably shouldn't have, but mm-hmm. my dad's a piece of shit, so <laughs> these are all related. They're all related sentences. Your dad actually had nothing to do with you yeah. watching the movie. It's just <laughs> that's just my excuse. That's my use. excuse for everything. Every wrong Ugh. decision. It's like, well, just I didn't have direction. My dad. I a piece shouldn't of have shit. that piece of cheesecake, but my dad's a piece of shit. So, <laughs> so what do you get? <laughs> I'm gonna use that now for everything that I do. I'm gonna get called into work, Kevin. Your your progress is really down this month, man. It's like you haven't done jack shit all month. I mean, like, do you have anything to say for yourself? Well, listen, I, I didn't. I don't really want to. My dad's a piece of shit. Like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Like if I, you knew him, you'd understand. Yeah. If you knew him, like, is everything okay at home? Oh God, no. But he left 25 years ago, so <laughs> uh, it's really a domino effect. It's just a lot of very slow dominoes. And they really wouldn't be able to reprimand you. It's like, oh, that's oh, well, yeah. If that's, you need a, someone to talk to, HRs. Yeah, that's right that's there. a that's an angle I get to use like once, twice max. But <laughs> this is this is funny. This is why you do not trust um, uh, critics. Okay. So, Voodoo gives Pearl Harbor. 4.5 out of 5. Mm. Rotten Tomatoes, 24%. Eee, that's a bit of a disparity there. Robert Latchley's a big fucking guy. But what's the audience score? 6.2 out of 10. Mm. I feel like that's probably the most accurate. 88% of Google users liked this movie. Well, I'm going to dislike this movie. Oh. I mean, you like it for Cuba Gooding Jr. You love it for Cuba Gooding but, Jr. Turns out Cuba Gooding Jr. is not a great guy. Is that so? Yeah, he lost his lawsuit against uh, for sexual assault. Ooh, I didn't know. I didn't even know he was in sexual yeah, assault. Yeah, he was uh, grabbing on people in the club. Ah, okay, that feels a little nebulous. I'm not saying I do it, but like. <laughs> Kevin's had some wandering hands when at Tiki Lounge. I honestly, I just found out Tiki Lounge is still around. Yeah. For the Pittsburgh natives. We should go. We sh- I don't know if we should, but. We should go. We have the possibility. I thought Tiki Lounge and Lava Lounge. I was conflating the lounges. And that's a problem, apparently. But, um, no, Pearl Harbor should not have been a romance story. Pearl Harbor would have been kick-ass if it was just Saving Private Ryan, but about Pearl Harbor. Yeah. And that's not what it was at all. No, it was Armageddon, but Pearl Harbor. Yeah. If the whole movie was just Cuba Gooding Jr. and an AA gun, that would have been fine. Mm-hmm. You know? And also, Dan Aykroyd was in it. 
Was he really? I think he was FDR. That makes sense. Um, are we still allowed to like Dan Aykroyd? I think so. He Is he fucked up? No, he's just old. <laughs> uh, he was in the most natural way to fuck up is to age. <laughs> he was in the that last uh, Ghostbusters movie. Holy shit, dude! William Lee. Okay, <laughs> I was like, I don't know this fucking. I saw William Lee Scott, and I was like, Sean William Scott was in this movie. <laughs> They got the stiff meister on the Arizona. Truly the who's who of early 2000s. Kate Beckinsale. Uh, Alec Baldwin was Doolittle. <laughs> uh, Jennifer Garner. John Voight. No, John Voight was Roosevelt. Oh, uh, well, who's Dan Aykroyd? Tell me he was Douglas MacArthur. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd is Captain Thurman. Uh, that's not a real person. Mm-mm. William Fickner. He's in like every Michael Bay thing. So I, that's not a I love Bill Fickner. You know what my favorite Bill Fickner movie is? The Dark Knight? No. You have any idea who you're stealing from? You and your friends you are dead. You and your friends are dead. Um, no, it's The Longest Yard. The remake of The Longest Yard. Oh. He plays Captain Knauer. You know, I've never seen that movie. You're doing yourself a disservice. I don't know. You're doing yourself a disservice. It's not, like, classically good. But it falls in line with the movies that are, like... I, I'll watch this again. It's just so like Billy Bob's in it, isn't he? Billy Bob is in it. Um, is Billy Bob in Pearl Harbor? No, no, he's in Armageddon. Yeah. Um, no, Billy Bob. Billy Bob's not in it. Uh, Burt Reynolds is in it. Uh, Longest Yard. I thought he was in the original. He is. And he's in both. Yeah. Same thing with uh, your boy from Babe. I can't think of his name. James Cromwell? Yes. He plays Captain Knauer in the first movie. Mm. And then in the second movie, in the remake, he plays the warden. Oh. And uh, in the first movie, uh, Burt Reynolds is the quarterback. He's the guy. And then in the second one, he's like the coach. Okay. Um, but they like kind of hint that he's the same guy mm. in the second one. Well, you know, time served is um, served time. Uh but it's it's just like a it's just like a goofy movie because it's like there's so much that was like it's like a time capsule kind of thing because mm. there's so much about that movie that was like only relevant in that period of time. Yeah. What um, was that? Oh seven. Uh, two thousand and five. Oh wow. So they've got uh, you got your Sandman. Yeah. You got Chris Rock. Yeah. Uh, Burt Reynolds. Yeah. Nelly. Yeah. Michael Irvin. Yeah. Uh, Bill Goldberg. Yeah. Yeah. Terry Crews. Ted Cruz. Yep. Uh, Bob Sapp. Uh, Nick Turturro. Mm. John Turturro's brother. Uh, Dilip Singh, who you might know otherwise as the great Kali. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see who else we got. Uh, Coco. We got Joey Diaz. Oh, wow. Plays Big Tony. Um, Tracy Morgan. Uh, Bill Fickner, Bill Romanowski, who was a fucking psychopath. I don't know if I know who that is. He uh, he played for the Raiders, I think, and his entire thing was that he he wore a neck collar that was like a fucking headache rack on a truck, and it like went all the way up to like the where his brainstem meets his fucking head. Jesus. And he would just line people up and try to hurt them. Like he would try to break people's bones. Well, hey. Yeah, that's living. Um, but he, there, Kevin Nash, Steve Austin, 
Brian Bosworth, um, Cloris Leachman was in it because why not? Uh, R.I.P. James James Cromwell, uh, Rob Schneider, uh, Chris Berman, Jim Rome, Dan Patrick of all people, um, Big Boy, B I G B O I B O Y. Oh, the radio DJ. Yeah. Let's see who else we got. Was here. he still big then? Uh, I think so. Or was yeah. he skinny? I think he was, he was still a big guy. Uh, you got you got con artist, bizarre proof, Swift, Jay Glazer. Uh, let's see what else we got. Is uh, apparently this man named uh, Stink Fisher. Ah, you know Stink. Yeah, he played Cafeteria Prisoner One. We're getting too deep into this cast list at that point. Because we did get snowmanned a while ago. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. And to start talking about cafeteria prisoners. <laughs> but, seems like we may have overstayed our welcome. But uh, it's a feel-good movie. You should definitely watch it. I don't know if you're the biggest foosball fan in the world, but... Uh, uh, I got two foosball movies. Remember the Titans? Yeah. The Replacements. Yeah, well, now you're about to have three. Uh, three. The Little Giants. Yeah, now you're about to have four because the longest yards at the light. A lot of Nelly, both in the movie Nelly. and in the soundtrack. I do love Nelly, but I but hate hey. Rob Schneider. Yeah, I could take him or leave him. I, I would prefer to leave him, though. <laughs> uh, but that's just some food for thought. Did you have fun? I did have fun. Yeah. I did do fun. You did do fun. I was very relaxed the whole time, too. Yeah, I, I'm hoping that this, this setup works. Yeah, it's th- This was nice. It doesn't just sound like we were speaking through, uh, like, the speaker thing at, like, the McDonald's drive-thru. <laughs> yeah, Alan, Alan bought us recliners for our birthday, so hoping, yeah. this, hoping this works and we don't have to return them and then just stand... For lazy boys, because we're a couple of lazy boys. Yep, a couple of lazy daddies. Oh man, this <laughs> Some is polyester papas. This is polyester papas. This is us signing off of Pride Month, man. This is kind of yeah. This is sad. Oh, we were supposed to kiss this Pride Month. Yeah. That's always nice. Like, comment, subscribe if you want us to kiss. On the pod. Yeah, on the pot. I'm not doing it for free. Well. <laughs> So, that being said. He's just standing on his chest. Yeah, I think he could take it. Some people are under that. Alan. Yin. I like what I like. Happy pride. (laughs) Like what you like, well, you you can like it. That's all I'm saying. Um, Don't forget the 79. Yeah, which we'll figure out. What do you think is harder, the 79 or the 59? Just go. Just go, 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 go. Gun to your head. 59. 59, definitely, for sure. Because you have to be like, your lower half has to be turned around. You have to, basically, yeah. The hip hinge would be (laughs) worth the... Here's what that is. You're wearing a strap-on on on your face, (laughs) but your butt's also out. It doesn't even have to be a strap. (laughs) Anyways, I'm always Douglas. said it with so much confidence here's what it is there are moments in time where you get to decide something for the rest of the world <laughs> and this is one of those moments oh shit yeah well i mean that sounds good well i've been kevin 
you're always Doug. Mm-hmm. Alan's here. And now we're going to leave. So go to Odysseus Clothing Company. You buy a shirt, 15 bucks off the fellas. Whatever, 15% off. It needs to be a shirt. It could be a hat. Could be a hat. Could be a backpack. It's back to school soon. Um, it is back to school. Let's start doing back to school ads. <laughs> okay. Can we get a, can we get a Cole sponsorship? <laughs> I feel like it can't be that hard. The more you have fun, the more you Coles. Coles is dying, so they need all the help they can get. <laughs> We're here to turn Coles into hots. All right, turn these mics off before we say something real stupid. <laughs>